<laughs> Welcome back to the Luke Kidgel Hour. Bit of an old school intro for you guys. What an absolute treat. Uh, today we have a very special guest episode for you. Uh, we don't usually do guests on this podcast, but I do make exceptions for all round legends. And today's guest is uh, no different. Obviously one of them. One of the... Uh, Hardest working people I know, uh, one of my best friends, we've been friends for years and uh, absolutely my claim to fame he is. Uh, today's guest is Jared Clifford, Paralympian, world record holder, and as I said, all-round top bloke. And uh, he was actually the first guest ever on this podcast. I think he was on episode four when it, this began in 2016 or 17, I forget. But uh, he's come back on uh, to join us and since then, holy moly. He has been kicking goals. Um, Jared feels, to me, he feels like that band you knew before it was cool. You know, I, I got him on the podcast. You know, he was always cool, but he was not yet a Paralympian, I don't think, at the time. And uh, since then, he's gone on to beat many world records, his own world record multiple t- multiple times, which we're going to talk about. But anyway, we'll get to that. I just wanted to say my, uh, my comedy festival shows were amazing. Thank you so much to everyone who came out. Uh, we ended up selling 2,000 tickets, over well over 2,000 tickets actually, which is crazy that that many people came and saw my show over the month. So I appreciate you all. Uh, it was so great meeting a bunch of people who listen to this podcast and uh, people always have very nice things to say which is uh, lovely. And if you did miss out on those Melbourne shows, we have added one more big show on June 5th. It's at the Comics Lounge. It will be the biggest show I've ever done in my career, actually. So I'd love to see you there. And um, we have Geelong this weekend. They are both sold out, but we are adding a third show in a regional town. It's just crazy. So May 29th, we're adding, that's on sale today. It just went on sale. So if you missed out in Geelong, I'd love to see you there uh, Saturday, May 29th. And then we're doing Adelaide. There's three shows. Uh, I think there's about 60 tickets left between the three shows. So get in quick. And uh, then we head off to Albury, Wagga, Sydney, Canberra. Dude, the Canberra show is way bigger than I first thought. Um, So please come on down to Canberra. It's going to be one of the biggest shows I've ever done in my career. Same with Sydney. And um, yeah, I would love to see you there, uh, Newcastle, Wollongong as well. And the rest of the shows are being booked in all around the country. So uh, LukeKidgel.com for tickets. That is well and truly enough about me. Let's get in to the episode with one of the hardest working, most inspirational human beings I've ever met. Uh, for those who don't know, I think we address it very early. Jared is legally blind. Uh, we talk a lot about that. I would urge you to listen to the full episode. It's uh, so much fun and he's such a great sport. And as you'll see, um, deserves everything that he's ever got. So thank you very much, Jared, for coming on the show. And uh, yeah, enjoy this episode, guys. Probably one of my favorite episodes that we've done in the last year. So enjoy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, great. A little bit of enthusiasm. (laughs) Welcome back to the Luke Kijil Hour, everybody. But first, it is time to groove. Didn't tell you about this part. (laughs) Do I do this? Yeah, of course. <laughs> First guest I was not warned about that. <laughs> no. no we, we don't have guests too much. I'm not really used to having groove partners, but it's yes. great to have you. Uh, guys and girls, uh, welcome to the Luke Kidgel Hour. We are joined today by Jared Clifford, Paralympian, world record holder, and I'm going to go out and say it, all-round top bloke. Oh, I forgot to turn the light on. Jesus. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, good. Jeez, that's oh, we're right. much better. Yeah, mate. This is show business. Get used to <laughs> that it. That was a All good right. intro. You're going to be a goddamn star. <laughs> yeah, it was a good intro, but it was poorly lit. Wasn't yeah. it? All right, before we start the hour, we have a uh, starting buzzer noise, which is sent in by uh, listeners. This oh, one's yeah. sent in by Asher. Yeah. Uh, you can send them in at luke.kidgel. Wait, what is it? <laughs> Luke oh, LukeKidgelPodcast at gmail.com. All right. Uh, this is from Asher to start the podcast in three, two, one. Hooli dooly! <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Um, that's one of my uh, lesser known catchphrases, if you don't know. No, I know the hooli dooly one. Yeah. Uh, Jared, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. It's a, it's an honor to be here. We've been trying to organize this for a while. For about three years yeah. since you came on yeah. episode four yeah. of this podcast. <laughs> we did it though. Yes, we did it. I'm just going to turn us down a little bit. I nearly um, didn't make it though. We also forgot to do a sound check. So if <laughs> that audio was excruciatingly high for about a minute. So I apologize. Um, mate, it, it's uh, great to have you on. Um, you are, you've been crushing it. So for long time listeners of the podcast and we're talking long time, oh, yeah. you're on episode four. Yeah. I, I thought think. it was episode three, but. Oh, was it? Yeah. It, it was, was, no, it was episode four. four. It was episode four? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a good I, memory. Do you I know remember my podca- No, nah, I think I just. not. Man, I, I listened to it back about a month ago because I knew I was going to have you on soon because we're talking about it. <laughs> you didn't, did Dude, you? Dude, it was. Not you. I am oh. painful to listen to. <laughs> I've never so, wanted to listen. I was saying I never wanted to listen to that back, dude. I'm so bad. I'm so bad at English. I mean, still nothing's changed, but at least I'm more confident. <laughs> confidence is yeah. You know. Imagine like my lack of English abilities with zero confidence. So don't even bother listening to the first time. Just listen to this one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you uh, explain what you do to everyone who may not know. Yeah. So I'm a runner, uh, a Paralympian. I'm visually impaired. That's what. Uh, Gets me into the Paralympics, I guess. That's my yep. disability. And I run the 1,500 metres, the 5,000 metres at that level. And, yeah, I haven't done a marathon yet, but that's kind of what I'm looking You're towards. You're going to do a marathon? Maybe, maybe. Dude, it's so long. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was, you know, it sounded really good when I was about 18. Yeah. And then as I get closer to actually maybe being able to do one, it's like, ah. Oh, well, because yeah. it's going to stamp out pretty much six months of your, of your year doing one properly because you have to train people who don't know you have to marathon training is like a different beast to other running training right yeah although you do marathon training essentially oh, yeah i mean i've run 50ks before just not in a race and, yeah. and a marathon's 42 one time i was looking at your strava which is like uh running social media it's so lame but i nah, it's good uh, <laughs> i mean as someone who's a part of normal people and the running community. <laughs> it's pretty like <laughs> as an outsider. I've I got a few followers on there. I know. Yeah. You are popping on Strava. You know, people love Strava. Oh, they do. People <laughs> always message me like, bro, I want to track your well gym sessions. Where can I follow you on Strava? And I'm like, I don't want to tell you guys where I live. Because <laughs> yeah. like the privacy zone is not yeah. private enough. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, you ran every single street in our area, like so, you went around one suburb of near where we live. Was it Greensboro in yeah, Melbourne? Yeah, Green Hill, Saint Helena. For people that know, but yeah, Greensboro. And he wanted to run every single street, and you look at the map, and he just goes up every court, then runs back down every court, <laughs> and it's fifty kilometers. <laughs> Hang on, there's there's a lot. Uh, there's a bit of context. This is like it was actually a year ago last week. So, COVID was, was COVID border. You know, the first kind of lockdown had started. The Paralympics had been postponed and I was mm. pretty certain they'd get cancelled. Yeah. So I was 
in a weird spot mentally, you know. You train four years, maybe your whole life. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to do something real dumb. And yeah, but uh, that's, I didn't, yeah, I thought it was how much of a K. good person <laughs> you are and like how positive you are. You channeled your breakdown into like something positive, which is like running 50 positive, kilometers. Yeah, it hurt though. Like that's yeah. kind of like, it's like acceptable self-harm. Like, yeah, I mean, I just... Running, got, it hurts, man. Like, I was just drunk for nine months. <laughs> <laughs> Last year So I mean I had like 50 beers And you had like 50 <laughs> Ks <laughs> But I think What you did Was much more positive uh, Yeah um, I mean See this is the thing though. I didn't actually set out With thinking that would be 50k I thought it would be 30k 35k Which is still would have been My longest run Ever at the time And then I kind of got to 35k I'm like Oh I reckon there's still Only about 5k I was trying to remember All the streets I started to go Got to the marathon point And I'm like all right, there's only 2K to go, and there was still another 8Ks. How old was it? Like 52 or something? No, it was it was 50, but I hit the marathon thinking I'm about to Oh, finish. yeah, marathon's 42. Yeah, yeah I was Which, thinking marathon was 45. And it's like <laughs> poured down about the 35K mark, and honestly, I was regretting it. So, But then if, if, you can't pull out halfway through because then it, you, it can, it's pretty obvious what you've attempted to do because yes. the map will look like you've done half and But again, <laughs> like I, this is how dedicated you are to like – I think this is one of the reasons why you're so successful is because you just don't quit. Like, I would just get halfway and be like, oh, people like get the gist. <laughs> and, then, and then I'd just like move on. Man, people were really, you know, they really examined it though. There was like these two streets that show up on maps that don't actually exist in real life. It's just a paddock. Oh, right. And, you- and, and I was getting called out for that. And they're like, nah, it doesn't count. They were joking, but it was. I was like, like I'm not gonna oh. get risk getting bitten by a brown snake <laughs> just to finish the map off through a paddock. That's ridiculous. To be honest, I was mad I didn't didn't get it done on the. Oh, it does look a bit, you know. Annoying. Yeah, well, next time run yeah. through the paddock. All right. Jeez, I was disappointed. You're weak. <laughs> <laughs> now, guys, if you can't tell, Jared and I are very good friends, and that's why that is only slightly inappropriate of me to say. Uh, we've been friends since high school. You went to yeah. my high school. Yeah, I would have been probably yeah year seven. That um, there's a race actually, probably the first um, time I met. We can re- we can retell the story. <laughs> we told on the first one, but it's we have to for any new listeners. The first time I met Jared, I heard him. But didn't see him. <laughs> so we're running in a three-kilometer race yeah. at uh, Meadow Glen. It's in Epping. And uh, I was crushing it because I was a great runner, right? And I was you 3K. Were. I was thinking I was coming second to Dean, who was my other mate. He's yeah, very good yeah, at running. Yeah. And um, I was coming second, and we were year 10s. And then I was like, we were running against all the year 7s. But I don't know if you've ever been a year 10 running against a child, <laughs> but you're like, does not pose a threat. I was probably one of the smaller kids in year seven. And too. you, in your, I mean, you're quite small now. You in year seven, you were like just fun sized. You were a little, yeah, and you could snap you. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, then I just hear like this pitter patter of footsteps and like <laughs> just next to me. And I look across and I go, oh, that's weird. I didn't see anything. And then you just were in front of me. Like, as I looked back, I was like, because you were like on a different level. I looked across horizontally. You were down there. Didn't see you. I looked back and then you were in front of me. And I went, what is happening? And I got overtaken by year seven in front of the whole school. Yeah. Brutal. It was, um, yeah. And I think people made a big deal out of it too. I actually felt bad for you. I didn't know you at the time. I felt bad. I was like, I've just ruined this guy's career. You still should career. feel bad. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Look at you and look at me. I mean, 
the ter- the, that was the day the tables turned and they never got back on my side. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, you gave up and you're running, you know, you're running right dream. And so basically that race led you to be a comedian. Really? You, yeah. That was the origin story of why I do this podcast. I'm trying to clutch at straws with that claim. but No, it's true. I'd like to be a part of it. You know. No, I never, I, I never wanted to be a professional runner. You know why? Because what There's you do is very that. hard. It's Yeah, no, I see that. People go, why running? I well, go, you do it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like it's, when you can't see that well, you know, there's a lot of sports that it's, you know, I couldn't have played footy. I mean, I probably couldn't have played footy anyway. I watched you play footy up until under 16s. You're incredibly good at it. But wow. sometimes you, we play for the same club and they used to play before me. Yeah. And I knew Jared from running. So I used to go out there and watch him before our game sometimes. Mate, I've never seen... Someone with more determination to get the ball, <laughs> yeah, but also they don't know where the ball is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they were like, <laughs> you just like out there, like <laughs> sniffing it out, like I sense ball, and you'd run at it, and I was like, almost. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, mo- the that, I had to play on ball in the center of the ground because if I didn't get the ball it? straight away, you'd lose. Where it. was it? Yeah, like I'd have to at least have seen where the kicker kicked it, like that. Your teammates were great. They'd be like, "Jared, over there!" And like, <laughs> right into it. You, it was man. It's so you're such an inspiration. Like the way you don't let your vision impairment uh, impair you. Really, like obviously, there's to a point where it does obviously stop you. Yeah, but you really don't let it. Like that's why I think. I always forget. Like we're <laughs> friends, we go out a bunch. Like the other night, man, I, I just say uh, rude stuff accidentally. <laughs> just before we started this podcast, you're going back to Canberra tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And you were like, oh, there's quite expensive flights. Like I booked it last minute. And I go, why didn't you drive? <laughs> Idiot. You definitely don't want me driving. Yeah. <laughs> and then as soon as I said it, I went, I know why you don't drive. <laughs> and I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the most classic, the driving one though, but for I- sure. Yeah, your sister burns you about that. Yeah. Oh, so my sister's about four years younger than me. She's yeah. about to. She's turning eighteen in a couple of months next, like early next year, and she's already going. Oh man, it's embarrassing that you're going to be asking your little sister for lifts everywhere. And that was this morning. It's like, so rude. <laughs> like, it's just like it's like it's not my fault. It's genetic. Yeah. Like, what do you want me to do? And also, bit rude because she copped. <laughs> Let's be honest, pretty lucky jeans because that could have been her. Yeah, it's 50-50, <laughs> man. Like, I mean, oh, credit though. That's a, oh, it's a hot I'd disc. probably say it as yeah. well. Oh, we have a sound effect in this podcast for that. Oh, no, wrong one. Damn it. <laughs> All right, hang on. Epic. It's epic Ouch. burns. Yeah, it is. It is. I'll be honest, not our best sound effect. <laughs> that one. Um, so, yeah, the, the other night we were out for my birthday. And yeah. thank you very much for... Uh, oh, man, I had a mate, blast. Staying late. We went to a karaoke bar. One of my favourite Jared moments of all time. <laughs> On a night out, you got to kind of get around him. Otherwise, you'll quite literally get lost. Yeah, oh, I've got a story even before the karaoke bar about getting lost. Because you're, <laughs> you're like, blind. But then if you have a few beers... Imagine being double blind. Oh, yeah. Right? It's a thing. It gets, yeah. <laughs> so he's like 100% blind <laughs> at this point. 200% blind, actually. And it's dark. Crowd. Everyone looks yeah. the same. Yeah. This guy walks out of the toilet, right? <laughs> and we're with like Frenchie and my brother, like our group, Keelan and stuff this like that. Uh, I know this was at the karaoke oh. bar after. And um, this guy was kind of longer hair, comes over. Jared runs up to him. Goes ah, and gives him a <laughs> gives him a noogie, just like ah, you bloody legend, or says something like that, like just getting around him on the dance floor, like ah. yeah. And then this guy looks at him, like, 
what are you doing? <laughs> Who are you? And then Frenchie taps Jared on the shoulder and goes, hey, mate, he's not one of us. <laughs> we don't know him. I reckon I would have thought it was either you or Jack or yeah, someone. Maybe. I, don't, yeah. I think you were like trying to get around the birthday boy, but I was yeah. like on the stage singing Aerosmith yeah. at the time. Well, there was another moment at the at the place where your comedy uh, festival is. Yeah. Um, you guys all of a sudden like just left, and I was still standing at the pool table, <laughs> and I just look around, and I'm like, "Geez, it's gotten real quiet." And I kind of walked around the perimeter trek, and like, you know, I remembered where Jack had been sitting. He's not there, and you, and I'm like, yeah. "Geez." I reckon they're gone. <laughs> and then Jack just runs up well, the you stairs. You want to know the discussion? We were at the front and I go, where's Jared? And then Jack goes, oh, shit. <laughs> and then Jack runs up the stairs I'm like, you need to go get him, dude. If no one told him we're leaving, he's not going to see us go. <laughs> so it was just, it's just one of those things where because you were always like never, never letting it get in your way. Nah, nah. We all forget. <laughs> yeah. Like, because you've just always been my mate Jared. You've never been like. Or Jared, who's vision impaired. You're yeah. just like, Jared's here. Like, what a legend. You're always, like, getting amongst everything that we all do. So when we all leave the pub, we all go, Where's, why isn't Jared here? <laughs> and, we're, and then we're all like, oh, guys, Jared didn't literally see us leave. <laughs> so, well, yeah, no, that's the thing. You got it. You got it, though, don't you? Yeah, well, and it's, yeah. you're such a good sport about it as well. <laughs> oh, it's a, there's a lot of moments. You got to laugh, though. Otherwise, it just gets, like... Well, it doesn't, but... Well, that was one of yeah. the questions. I don't know if you feel comfortable answering it, but we asked our questions on the uh, on the Instagrams and someone said, what's... It's a very rude question, whoever's <laughs> asked this. It's from Paul. Uh, what is the best joke about being blind that you've ever heard? There's a lot, which I don't know what that says. would be uncreative. Yeah, they are. They pretty, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Lewis oh. gets them about being tall. Like, do you play basketball? <laughs> <laughs> cool. Man, I don't know. Oh, like, like the most, um, the most classic, and it's pretty bad. Like, it's bad, but people, yeah, uh, you know, they'll they'll be like, a joke will get said, like a driving one, an yeah. already pretty normal gag. Yeah, and then oh, you didn't see that one coming, did you? Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's, it's a classic. It's it's actually funnier when the person doesn't know me and they've just pulled that out and then they realise what they've said and they yeah. go, oh, shit. <laughs> Do you know how many times I've done that to you, like, yeah. growing up? That's like, the funniest part. I know, it's it's everyone does it to you. Like, I've seen it happen so many times where we'll be like, we used to train together all the time and we'd be like, running along and I'm just like, Jared, why didn't you move? Like, you go in that guy's... I'm like, <laughs> literally... And I'll just be like, why didn't you see him? And I'll be like... <laughs> because of... Yep. Yeah, my bad. But, oh, the funniest thing is when people realise. But then some people, they actually feel really bad. And no matter how much, you'll be like, dude, like, just chill. Yeah. yeah. I've but, learned at this yeah. point that now... Man, like, one of my best mates who, you know, uh, Tim. Yeah. He's a runner. He guides me in races sometimes. And he, uh, like... If I'm like, can't be stuff taking the bins down or something, I'm, you, know, oh, you know, it's dark, like, can't see, you know, you should go do it. He'll just tell me to F off. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that's good. Well, and what do you do? Do you have to go do it? Oh, yeah. Just find your way. Sure. Man, he doesn't, he doesn't give a give Wandering a through the darkness. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I don't know, this is, oh, this is going to come off real bad. <laughs> Mate, I relate to you. Because uh, <laughs> our, uh, our, 
light has been broken in the toilet for like a week now oh, yeah. and i it's fine during the day do you know how many times i've just shat in the dark <laughs> in the last week and uh you were coming in oh. today and i was i was like to me i was just like oh man we should fix the light like jared's coming over and i was yes. like won't help <laughs> yeah, won't help him anyway that is a, wait, actually that's my big question how do you wipe your ass it's like just normal just how do you know when to stop <laughs> do you just wipe till it bleeds yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be sure yeah <laughs> exactly you can't take no chances um now let's get into the the running stuff so i think we've had a good chat about <laughs> your vision but jared is an incredible athlete i would say you were the I mean, it's just statistically alone, one of the best athletes in Australia, in the, even in the able-bodied category. Yeah. Just in Australia, full stop. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I went to a World Juniors for able-bodied. And so two people get qualified for that in the yeah. 1500. Uh, and I came, jeez, uh, I don't know, 14th? Fifth or or so. No, this was, oh, that was, like, the first this was one. World Juniors, yeah. And then... um. Yeah, I've won it. I won the Australian under twenty title for able bodied as well. Uh and then made a national final in the seniors as well. Came yeah, about seventh in that. Or eighth. Eighth, yeah. That's so sick. So That's I've done so yeah, cool like, that you're better yeah. than everyone <laughs> and they don't have to worry about where they're running. Yeah. That's so boys, train harder. Yeah. All right, you tra- that's why you train the hardest out of everyone. So, yeah, it's it's different. It's not necessarily I train as in I train further or faster i guess smarter <laughs> i don't know well yeah i do a lot of running in circles you just because s- it's safer. you surround yourself <laughs> with the right people though you're part of like a elite running squad you go yeah. you live in canberra now pretty much part-time yeah. or yeah f- almost full-time yeah yeah well i've got a lease there so yeah. i should live there probably more than i do but yeah we well, got girlfriend <laughs> stuff here. yeah that's yeah. right gotta get down but um and you went to man oh, like it's been so many places you've been to uh you know, the Dubai? Yeah, Dubai, Dubai was That would have been hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. remember watching it like 4 a.m. I like always yeah. wake up to watch Jared's races when he runs. It's always like early hours of the morning because it's always overseas. Dude, it's like 40 degrees and you're running like a world champ. Yeah, no, it was like 9.39. My first one was in 2015 in Doha and that was probably the hottest. Yeah, it was like 30 degrees, ridiculous humidity. This is like, yeah, nearly 10 o'clock at night. As well. It's just mm. not a nice place. Sticky I mean, running, running's already, you know, it's running. Like, it's already kind of painful. Doing it in that con- those conditions is, like, pretty brutal. Yeah. Not a nice thing. You're, like, the biggest advocate of the world gym that I've ever <laughs> met. During COVID, every time I went for a walk, like, with my parents to catch up or with a friend or whatever, just by myself, I'd always just see you every time. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I, be like, Jared, I, and you'd be just like, do people just... So all the time now when you're running along, so you just give them a polite wave and you just like go, I don't know, and then just keep going. Yeah, I either get beeped or yes, I'm on like, oh, there was, there's real, it's real awkward as well. I went, oh man, I've got a story, yeah. and I'm sure the, per- do you remember Mr. Van Muen from high school? Yeah, legend, teacher, he great guy, let great me guy. His Thunderbirds box set yeah. on DVD. <laughs> he comes to my shows still. He's a sick dude. He's a He's a great guy, yeah. like, and he's like a pretty elite hockey player. Anyway, I was running around Diamond Creek the other day, and uh, anyway, a car kind of someone shouts out from a car, and I always like try to keep running so then I like never get caught up in not knowing who I'm talking to. Yep. Just go, oh wait. Anyway, this person like stopped the car, get gets out, and I like kind of seen like that it's a human being, like their outline. I'm like, oh yeah, that's my 
friend's boyfriend for sure. And then, and then anyway, they come closer, start talking. I'm like, oh no, that's Tim, my mate's dad, Craig. Like that's a hundred percent him. I know that it's him. Yep. We start talking about running stuff, stuff that he would know about. I even bring up Tim, uh, and then oh. and and then he and then he goes, oh, you know who I am, right? And I'm like, yeah, yes. And then like I was so certain. And then I made the biggest mistake. So Tim's dad, Craig, won the Empire State Stair Run way back in the day, and I just gotten the video of Tim of it like, in New that York. Day. In New York, it's a big deal. Anyway. How many I'm, flights is... Oh, man, I don't know, but... A lot of stairs. He looks pretty comfortable at the end. Yeah. Anyway, I've gone, oh, I just saw a video of you winning the Empire State <laughs> Stair Run. <laughs> and who actually was Mr. Van has gone, no, no, never done that before. And I'm like, oh, and it hit me in an instant. And I was I like, I was like, oh my God, I need to like prove that I've realized who this guy is. So I just go, oh, so how's the hockey going? <laughs> I just like changed it in an instant. Oh, so you did realize who it was after oh, that? Oh, I realized after that because then I was like, they oh, They don't look no. that similar. No, I know, I've no. met Tim's dad and I've met Mr. Van and... <laughs> Dude, I don't know why, like I thought. Uh, similar energy. Both got relaxed, like vibes, same height, brown hair. I guess, I see it. <laughs> no, you don't. You're one, being nice. <laughs> one's quite tan and one is very white. And yeah. <laughs> But um, he would have been so confused going from Empire State straight to something that is very specifically him. Yes. Hockey. Yeah, but he's a nice guy. He, he understands. Uh, People understand. That's why they... He would have had to have picked up on it. I'm sorry, Mr. Van, if you actually do. End up. Oh, man, he probably will watch yeah. this. He's a big fan. He works. Yeah. So many people. Do you know, like, Jared is like a local celebrity. Oh, like, that is so... You go to a running meet. Oh, my God. You're like... Famous a running meet <laughs> in like the running community. Yeah. You are because you like you're on TV. You do motivational speaking at places and yeah. No, I do. You're but, a big deal. But I, we have this conversation a lot. You verified on Instagram. Are you not verified? No, I'm, I'm a big deal too. But I'm <laughs> <laughs> you said that like it was like I something real, unique. <laughs> I realized after I said it, I was like, because oh, you've got like <laughs> about. Seven? No, oh, no. I'm I'm underestimated. Like fifteen times the amount of followers you, I've got. You were verified well before I was, though. I think because from you, memory, I remember I used to use that against you. Yeah, you did. I did. <laughs> oh, because you're a big shot, mate. Before I was, you know. I yeah, but then I got them. you to. I reckon I got you to sign like my Snapchat once, and I. Once you did that, I tried to get back into you about it and you didn't care. So I realized that my, <laughs> my defense strategy when you were doing that was really poor. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're a big shot and you deserve everything. Um, so one thing that I've been loving watching in the last year is Jared is, and this is crazy, Jared is so good at running now. He's actually his only competition. Well, <laughs> You've beaten your own world record three times. Four. <laughs> <laughs> that was all right. We need to play the flex chat opener. <laughs> this is uh, we have a segment called flex chat. You just go through and just list your achievements. Oh, all right, here we go. <laughs> we love doing it on this podcast. This is a good segment. Yeah, yeah. You get, through, get to go through and just humble brag about everything you've ever achieved. Go. Yeah. yeah. No, so well, it starts uh, off. He, he, I'll, I'll do the first one. I'll start you off. One. He beats me in year seven. Then, jeez, we going that far back. Yeah. Ooh. Um, that, that's a long way back. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of trophies and medals since then. Oh, I've been to a Paralympic Games. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, three world titles, three world title events, two world titles, yeah. gold medals. Uh, I want to actually. You know what? This is a bit of a flex. It's an old one, but in my first world title, I came seventh. But I was sixteen, 
and the oldest person in the race had won a Paralympic medal before I was born, and the second youngest was 24. And I reckon that was... Like so a, you were way younger. I was way younger. So How like, you? I was 16. 16. Yeah. And now, yeah, second youngest was 24. They got bitten by a child. <laughs> well, awesome. some of so did, did I. <laughs> <laughs> I know how it feels, trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, yeah. The thing about that world record too, if we're uh, flexing a little bit, is that we it was are. my own as well, like from the start of the season. And then um, beat it four times, but then two other races were faster than the original record from the start of the year. So I've had a pretty good season. You've had a great season yeah. this year, and you've been winning. You've been getting these world records locally, like at Box Hill, yeah. which is not. I don't know. People who may not be into running might think this is stupid, but there is things in the running community, like terminology thrown around, like "oh, that's not a fast track," yeah, or like that's that's a track that's hard to get a good time at because of like either wind or it's in a channel that just like some <laughs> tracks are just built in a wind channel, so you're going up the straight and it's not even windy, but it's like. 40 kilometer winds oh, down the back straight. Yeah. Melbourne's main tracks built on a lake near the bay. Like. Yes. It's a bad location <laughs> and the way the stands are built, all the wind just funnels through. But that Box Hill track is like yeah, it's not good. particularly known for like yeah. setting world records. Oh, no, no, no. It's had a few other good things though this season. Like the first Australian woman to ever break the four minute barrier of 1500 happened there the other night. So it's, it's actually becoming that. That's renowned. That's unbelievable. Yeah. It's becoming renowned. Although, yeah, it's just... um. This is the thing. This is how good it is compared to the main track that has like a proper stadium. Like all our meets there now in Victoria are pretty much held at Box Hill. Oh, really? So it is. It is actually now. The Albert Park renowned. is blue, but it isn't. That doesn't mean it's good. I reckon. Yeah, no, it does not. <laughs> but it is blue, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. You got to flex some of your running achievements as well. I don't know if you've ever done it before on the podcast. Mate, if but I, no, because if I've I did seen it, you run at this Albert Park. Yeah, track. but they, that'd be like state title. F- what, what did fourth? you do? That'd be like you flexing like fourth best and fairest in footy and under twelve. <laughs> like, I actually do flex some footy achievements sometimes. Really? I'm not going to do it here because it's you should. Ba- no, I'm not if there's ever a place <laughs> to just gloat about your achievements for no reason it's 100% this podcast it's mainly what it's about yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually shocked that I've never bragged about my running achievements no I think the best I ever did was I came I have talked about this <laughs> I think I've came I came fifth in the 800 meters once at state but I never made the national team I missed out by I don't know like 0.1 of a second or something yeah, like that's that like brutal. it was I got 158 so what was your what's your best time in 1500 meters uh 341 so I go I go through 800 in that I don't know if you know <laughs> but that's very good I think yeah. my best time I ever got to was 416 so I'd be on the other back straight <laughs> when you're finishing and now I could maybe not even run under 5 I, I'd, I'd put money on you running under five. Oh, I haven't run in six weeks. This is why I haven't been talking about the well gym <laughs> a lot since Comedy Festival started. Oh, boy. Uh, this is the thing. That's a feat of endurance, the Comedy Festival. You were saying this in the car. I picked you, you up. You really underplay it. And like, and I get here and you do this again, you know, night after night. And then you're like, yeah, we just finished recording this when I got here. And then we're recording this. Man, that's relentless. Mate, you, nah, got, yeah, you literally yeah. do like high altitude training <laughs> camps. You're like, I don't know how he does it. He talks for an hour a night. What a hero. <laughs> we get, it's funny. We get in these, like, we always get into these back and forth of going, you're more impressive. And you're like, no way, dude. People but then sometimes you. we, like, like <laughs> after a few beers, I reckon we try to start flexing on each other as well. And I reckon I always lose, you know. 
oh yeah, I got paid this much for a gig. No, that's all you do. I, I know how much you made for winning those world records. We don't have to say it, but I know how much you make for winning a world champ. And um, I shut up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> the man does all right. It's, I remember it's all right. It's good. I flex, mate. One night we're at our local pub and you're like, beers are on me. <laughs> no, like, that's a problem that I just have, you know. You're just a nice guy. Your problem is not having cash. It's just being really generous. People from school will, will know that, yeah. He's just a nice dude. Actually, that's the most dangerous when I'm with school friends because then I haven't seen him. I don't go out with them that often, but when I do see them, uh, no one remembers who owes who a beer. So I'm just like, I'm sure I owe you a beer from at least year 12. Oh, yeah. And it backfires when I check my account the next day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> real bad. <laughs> real real bad. bad. I mean, that's why um, you just got to be stern and a bit of a dick. <laughs> on a night out You're like, Mate's like It's your shout I'm like I don't think so <laughs> I'm not sure about that No I'm, I'm pretty generous With that stuff On a night out But most of my mates Like make more money than me Because they all work full time so, so they don't really mm-hmm. let Like you know what I mean Like if I go buy them beer They'll just buy one back Because they're just like Probably just feel bad for me like, <laughs> Oh he's a comedian And he just went through a pandemic We'll get to the next one <laughs> But um, no it's all, it's all going very well Mate, It's going very very well For both of us since No it is Come it is. back it is. I've been to your comedy festival twice. You've been twice. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Big fan. So what, like just being honest, what is that experience for you? <laughs> we were talking about this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't see you, obviously. Because um, I do a lot of physical things. Well, like, yeah, I learned that after the show when you told me. And <laughs> <laughs> apparently it's important. So you know. just like listen to the jokes as they're said, but... Can you see movements? Oh, no. Nah. No, no. Nah. I sat light. pretty far at the back the first time. And then the other time I was like, yeah, no, nah, I couldn't see you really, no. Nah. Well, what's the best way to describe to people like what you see every day? So like my thing is juvenile macular degeneration. So it affects my central vision. Uh, perception of detail is basically what is really hard. Um, so like the top letter on an eye chart. If people have done eye chart stuff, yeah, they have to bring that like further, like closer, sorry, um, towards me for me to like even pick up on that. So transferring that to a real life situation, like yeah. like right now, I can obviously see that you're there, but then like seeing your actual facial features is quite difficult unless I like. That's right, I look like shit today. Anyway, so it's <laughs> that's great. Unless I like I make put my eyes wonky, so that's good. Like, that's it. That's man. That's also what everyone says when I say that. Oh. Don't worry. Yeah, Actually, no, you've gone the opposite. That's such a dad joke, isn't <laughs> it? I, I realised as soon as I said, I was like, <laughs> yeah. that was pretty great. No, you kind of go, a lot of people go, oh, I'm, don't worry, I'm like, I look, I look real good. And then I just go, yeah, sure, yeah. you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but you know, like, um, do you know how to read uh, Braille? I do. Oh, you've I, learned No, now. I do, yeah. No, I, I learnt really young. Mum was real intent on that, which was like smart because, you know, like learn. It's basically a new language. Learn language young. Because you your vision is slowly... Uh, d- d- yeah, it's, it's, it's a d- degenerative. degenerative. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say deteriorating, but I knew that wasn't the right word. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's not like rapid or anything, like not at all. Yeah, it's pretty. Well, I yeah, this is the thing. Like, I think it's stable, but then uh, there's day there, like because it also fatigue really affects like day to day, like how like how tired I am will affect what I can see. If I'm doing a lot of uni, where I'm because I I'm not fluent fluent in braille, where it's like time saving for me. If I'm studying, for instance, so I still use my eyes a lot, and then when I do that, I'm like pretty cool. Oh, so you've done schoolwork and stuff in Braille before? Uh I not really, but I think I could if I had to. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How but do you tie? You don't. 
So the, the, you write the, it there's out. like machines now that hook up to your computer and it's basically got a trackpad that, you know, if you're on Word, that will come up in the dots on there and it'll actually just change. So it's not so on is paper. So it's just letters, so. the dots. Yeah, so each six, so there's six cells and each letter is a configuration of dots within that six cells basically. And then there's mm. contractions. So like, uh, there's, like there's enough... You know, you can do enough different things within the six cells to make like pretty much most common words fit into like one little cell. You're so smart. I couldn't even learn Italian. I did for seven years. Yeah, but see, I know how to say really ciao. Young. I did. I thought I was impressed. Oh, all right, I'm yeah. an idiot. <laughs> Everyone else, like I did. No, I, I did Italian. I don't know. I, well, you probably know more than me because you click no, and no pick way. up. Yeah, but that's like English letters. Yeah, like yeah. I don't never. I really. Did my people who learn not only what you've done Braille, which is a whole other thing, but like any language that like Mandarin or whatever that doesn't have mm. English letters, you have to learn a whole different alphabet. Yeah, that's insane. Well, it's funny because Braille is French, and um, there's like I, you know, I've got, geez, I've said myself oh, this could be really wrong, but I'm pretty sure they don't have like the letter W or something so in that, the French. Yeah, alphabet. yeah. So then they had to, there was one letter anyway. They had to like. Bring that in. Don't French people always go, oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, see, I, I, feel like, I feel like I'm really wrong. <laughs> You've done. Sorry, anything that you say that sounds bad, I will just like, in comparison, make it seem so much yeah. better. That was my see, impression I, see, of a French person. I've gone, whoa, out whoa, whoa. <laughs> I've gone out on a limb just to like say that, and then you've tried to impression it. Jeez. Yeah, bonjour, no, eh, bonjour. That sounds right. Yeah, Buongiorno is Italian, I think, isn't it? Oh, is well, it? Isn't bonjour? <laughs> isn't bonjour? I don't know. I just God, said I man. don't know Italian either. <laughs> no, you know it's so oh, good. No, what's you... French? Bonjour. Bonjour. That's... You know Italian's so good, you think it's French. <laughs> I mean, sure. If that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like being like, that's I know Braille bad. so good, I think it's Morse code. <laughs> like, it's not the same thing at all. No, it's not. <laughs> nah, Morse code's cooked there. Do you know Morse code? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Whenever it gets brought up, which is very rarely, I'm always like, "That's cooked," and Braille's much easier. So, um, what do you do? This is a one thing that I, oh, again, another mistake I've made with you in the past. <laughs> we're all talking about like some new movie, like, "Oh, did you go see the Avengers or whatever?" I was like, "Jared, did you see it?" And then you were like, "Ah, oh. one time you just said to me, it was so blunt. You were like, <laughs> "I don't really watch movies." Yeah, and I was like, oh. <laughs> "Yes." So, do you? Well, what do you like watch for entertainment? You don't just sit no, there. No, like I said, on it on my iPad, yep. I can watch a movie. It has to be pretty close. Yeah. So if I'm watching with my girlfriend Charlotte, yeah, I'm holding it. I always sometimes forget she's there, like watching it. Needs to see the screen because I'm like kind of bringing it pretty close. Yeah. But uh, no, like cinemas. I even reckon when I was real young, I obviously went to a few yeah uh, movies there, and like I remember rewatching those movies like a couple of years later, and like suddenly so many things made. Much more sense. Because you didn't have yeah. glasses at the time or something. No, like. I had glasses. That's another thing with the glasses. But yeah, no, I just probably didn't... I can't really remember, but I just didn't see yeah. it. And obviously, visual things in movies yeah, yeah, are pretty right. important. So you, like... and Because it was pretty cool. When we got into radio, you were, like, always super interested. Yeah. You I, and I was so about, You're like, oh, man, you're on radio now. And yeah. I was like, for a bit, I was like, why does Jared care so much about <laughs> radio? And I was like, oh, because it's, like, audio and it's 100%. You, yeah, it's like yeah, you I were was, into it, man. Radio was my thing back you in the day. Work experience at SEN. Yeah, SEN. I was like, man, I'd ring up SEN. I even nearly like had a segment for for one summer of the cricket where like I'd call in before every test and give my like 
my 11 starting players. And, like, they'd expect Jared from Greensboro to call up. And That's like, awesome. Oh, it's pretty funny, but it's a bit, yeah. Are you that into cricket? I was then. You love sport. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I def- back then I really loved sport. Now I'm a bit older and I still like it. But. What's your favourite sport to watch as curveball in the Paralympics? Ooh. Other than running, obviously, because you oh, do man. that. I mean, I mean, you have a lot of friends who run, it's, so. It's got to be... I mean, surely for most people, it's wheelchair rugby. Have you seen that? Yes, brutal. Man, they used to like. I'm sure its official name used to be murder ball. <laughs> no, like I'm, I'm nearly. Oh, I could be really wrong, but I'm. It was definitely. They like definitely called, called that. that yeah, uh, it, that yeah, and they, man, like Riley Bat, who's our uh, Paralympic captain for Tokyo, he. Uh, basically explains when the wheelchairs crash into each other. It's like a mini car crash. That's how hard they're going. If you haven't seen it before... It's hectic. Check it out on YouTube. I it's can't get insane. how they get that fast on grass. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, it's on the court. It's on like a basketball yes, court. Yes, <laughs> of course. I was just like thinking about that. I was like, why have I never seen him do it on grass? <laughs> because dude, they're... Dude, that would... Dude, I say the dumbest <laughs> shit <Yeah>. all the time. <laughs> Man, that's Riz is like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I do this podcast with you every week. <laughs> on grass. On grass. I was like, man, those boys have got some uh, forearms. <laughs> <laughs> You'd need it. Jeez. But yeah, like these guys, like there's some of them are that insane. Like, um, I know like Kurt Kurt Fernley, who's marathon, like uh like he does marathons and he's he's retired now, but he's one of like the guys that when you meet him, he's just one of the best blokes you meet, but he's also just like, I remember he gave us a speech. So Rio, there's actually a documentary on Netflix. I recommend that as well. Rising Phoenix, but they basically talk about how before Rio, they'd spent so much money on the Olympics that there was a chance that the Paralympics would either get canceled or it would go ahead in a really bad way because they just had no money. And we're sitting in Florida. It's insane that they let that happen. Yeah. And the, the guys at the Paralympic committee and, and, like they just like got onto it and they, they basically single-handedly got it back up and running. But we were sitting in Florida, the team camp before, and I remember thinking like, man, like this is crazy. Like we might not even get to Brazil and we're supposed to fly in a few days. And Kurt uh, got to the front of the room and gave us this speech and it just gave me like goosebumps. He's one of those people and he's probably yeah. one of my favorite athletes to watch. He's unbelievable. Yeah, he's Man, like he's crawled Kokoda. Uh, I'm pretty mm. sure he starts. He's like he's done all these. That's the other thing. How a lot of people know him. Yeah, like, yeah. Because he's he's big off. You know, like outside of his sport and stuff as well. He's done like he's just like a guy that's been a huge advocate for and an oh, inspiration sure. to normal like you know able bodied people and disabled people yeah. as well. He's just like those people that are like, ah, oh, I could be better. Yeah. You, know, you, you look at them and you go. What's my excuse? Yeah, yeah. Like, this is the thing. He's done, like, all of this, you know, he's won Paralympic gold medals, uh, medals, like, by the dozen nearly. And, like, he starts his book by, like, the prologue, I'm sure, is him winning the Sydney to Hobart yacht race where they've just, like, he's just tied down to the ship so he doesn't get, like, flung off and he's just bailing out, like, spew or water or something like that i haven't read it in a while but it's along those lines and he's just that's how he starts the book and man that is like one of the toughest things <laughs> that's insane that's what a legend yeah so he's he's definitely one of the athletes that i look up to like it'd be dangerous for, for you to go on a boat in bad water oh man boats like, like there's stuff swinging around there's a lot to it's dangerous there's a lot for of- anyone to go on a boat <laughs> guys don't go on boats <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what an absolute legend. Is it yeah, so he's he's your favourite athlete. He's my favourite yeah. athlete, but yeah, wheelchair rugby though, man. Murder ball. Yeah, murder what ball. A name. Sick. What What's a name? the do they do um 
No, I probably wouldn't. Do they do any version of water polo in the Paralympics? <laughs> nah. That would be dangerous. That would be... Oh, you could do, I mean, vision impaired, they could do it. Vision impaired water polo would be more of a laugh, you know? Like, like <laughs> that'd be a mess. It would no, be a bit of a like, mess. But seriously, like, um, because you, well, you have you been running with guides at uh, big meets like the Paralympics? Yeah, so Forget. I guess this is something to explain because 1500 meters I run solo, yes, 5000 meters I run with guides. So I'm obviously, if you haven't realized already, uh, I'm not. Totally blind, yes. um, visually impaired. So I don't race totally blind athletes. I only race visually impaired. And we are allowed guides. You don't have to have them. But for the 5K, I'm allowed two. Whereas at 1,500 meters, I'm allowed one. And they swap halfway. And they swap halfway for the 5K. So I You know why? Because literally they can't keep up with Jared <laughs> for the whole time. That's the actual reason. Imagine being so good at your job, like you, <laughs> that other people can't even do your job. Yeah, <laughs> so they have to do half of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny though. I mean, they got to do a but lot. These guys, are you train with regularly? These like guys, Tim yeah, and Tim, you guys my coach, like Philo, yeah, brothers. You know, yeah. like, and this is the thing. That's why they're so good because for me, I could get around a track um, pretty well, uh, maybe slightly slower than with the guides. But a guide's job, if you're in a Paralympic Games, you know, the Tokyo will be five years of training for literally one moment, and mm. if you stuff it up, you have to wait till the next one, and. So I really want to make sure I'm on top of everything going on. I want to know what position I'm coming. I want to know how, how quick we're going, how many laps to go, which runner is making the move in front of me because if it's like the Kenyan guy, it's probably worth reacting to compared to an athlete that I know is probably not going to be challenging at the end of the race. Yep. So I need to know all this stuff. But then also, like I've genuinely finished a race thinking I've won it. And I hadn't because someone had gotten off and I hadn't seen it. And, like, yeah, imagine yeah, if yeah. that happens at a and thing. you fling your hands up like, well, oh, yeah. my God, I've done it. You start <laughs> celebrating. Everyone's like, hey. <laughs> it's like the same thing. Frenchie, <laughs> Frenchie comes up to you and goes, you haven't won it. Nah. <laughs> He's not with us. <laughs> it would be, oh, I'd be on YouTube. I'd, like that, I'd become, yeah, it'd be like the dude that it's, shits themselves in the marathon you or know, something. You know, that's my, my, well, that's my second favorite genre of sport video is poop videos. <laughs> poop sport videos is my second. My favorite genre of sport fails is premature celebrations. Oh, oh I love it. See, yeah. but cycling yeah. ones are the best ones. They're like, because yeah. they do no hands and then, and then they, they, they fall wobbly. off the yeah. bike and then everyone else goes past them. But what Man. would that be, premature? Like, because, you know, those people are actually in front when they start celebrating and then someone comes past them? What about yeah, uh, if someone's already crossed the line and then I start celebrating? I mean, that's just, I don't know what that is. That's just like. That's just blind. Yeah. <laughs> that's just uh, not being aware of your surroundings. Yeah. So basically that's what the guys are. And then the 15, honestly, if I if there was someone out there that could talk to me, run on the outside, which is a little bit further and be conscious of everything going on completely yeah, and be able to communicate effectively in a pretty loud, intimidating environment, mm. then I would go for a guy in the 15. Do you think in the future, here's an idea, you can use <laughs> it, um, <laughs> I'm going to change running forever. Has there ever been chat of ever having a little earpiece here? Yeah, like I a feel coach's, like you've brought coach's up box? With me. I, yeah, I don't see... Yeah, or would so that like, be dangerous? Would, mm, Maybe, because then you couldn't hear yeah. other stuff. That might be Maybe. dangerous. It's pretty loud out there, though. You can't really hear much compared to normal races. Because I remember in Rio, I use my ears a lot in races, especially yeah. locally. And, you know, athletics in Australia is not a huge sport. No. So it's not loud when you're on the track. In fact, some of the biggest meets are quite quiet. Uh, yeah. So I can hear everything going on. And then I walked out into the stadium in Rio. And honestly, like I think it was only, like, only 35,000, which is low for a Games. 
And man, like there was two Brazilians in my race and the crowd was so loud. And I yeah. kind of get a hundred meters in. I'm like, oh man, I can't use like one of my, the main things that I use. It's that main sense that I've trained yeah. for f- <laughs> yeah. 10 years to, to use in a race. Yeah. So that was kind of off-putting. <laughs> that was real off-putting. That? Like, yeah. You're like, I'm going to train my whole life to be an Olympian. And you're just like, oh, there's people that go to the yeah. Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, like earpieces could could work. But I guess, like, this is the thing. Tim and I know each other so well and pretty much, like, we, if we're running on a trail and we're kind of cooked um, and he can't be bothered, you know, like, saying something to me, you're like, oh, there's, like, a pole. He'll just bump me out of the way. Like, like he'll just hip and shoulder me or, like, nudge me. or. And if you actually watch our races sometimes with the close-up footage, he'll, like, he'll either, like, pull me a little bit like to get me in the right position or I remember 300 meters ago the 5k in Dubai we were behind the Spanish guy and I wanted to make the move but I'm behind behind the guy and Tim's on the outside so I had to like like really give him a big elbow and he knew exactly what that meant and we just went for it yeah I've seen you guys do it it's like because you they train together and Tim uh we're, I mean, I've, I've been running with Tim and yeah, Jared yeah. since I was I was really young as well, and obviously now they're both <laughs> very elite, and I've uh, <laughs> changed career paths. And <laughs> and uh, but it's so cool watching you guys still do it together, and uh, obviously the friendship you have, and yeah, that silent communication you mm-hmm. have is one of my favorite things to watch. Not only being your mate, but it's just so impressive to watch people so in sync and yeah. you run with a little um it's, like it's, you, it's a tether yeah it's a tether, tether like holding your arms your so wrists it's, together it's ba- it's 30 centimeters long but most of that's taken up by the loops that we hold so you so have to run really in, literally in sync yeah if we were out of sync it would yeah it wouldn't so really the strides yeah. have to be in sync when yeah. they run it's like, <laughs> oh, i just smashed my elbow that's right mate it was a good act out yeah. so um it's so cool and then i remember back in the day you used to practice with it when you're jogging and uh, we tried it one day. Like, oh, we did yeah, some, like, warm-up yeah, yeah, yeah. laps. And you're like, oh, you have a go with that. the tether. And just, like, you know, can't be around the track or whatever. Yeah. And I was just, like, trying to be in sync with you. And I was just it's like... It's hard, yeah. Dude, this is... I can't believe you do this full speed. We were jogging. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hang on. I'm out of sync again. I think it's, yeah. It's, like, it's a skill. Because you look at a lot of other athletes that are going to the Paralympic Games. And I don't know why they don't... Haven't worked this out, maybe. But they don't... A lot of them don't try. But we will, like... I'll actively make sure that we're in sync if we're getting out of sync because it's like conserves energy. They don't try that. Some of them don't. They just run. Yeah. Like how, yeah, they don't really, it doesn't seem like they're putting thought into like how that would just make this so much better. That's why you're the king. (laughs) That's why you're the best. There's actually a funny, like, uh, um, so in Dubai, the 5K, which I won at the world champs, 80 meters to go, uh, Tim, looked behind him to make sure we had a big enough buffer. But in doing that, and he was pretty cooked, which to give him credit, apparently he tore his calf in that race. But yeah, we got out of sync and like we slowed down quite a lot. And a torn calf will do that. Yeah, man. That's yeah. He, So this is the thing, man. He's such a good dude. He like, didn't even his tell calf you. was cooked apparently the week leading in and I barely knew about it. And then I think it was torn in the race and he just like kept running and he missed quite a few weeks and basically hampered his own personal season nearly or did yeah um so he's just a good dude yeah he is you've got a lot you're you've i mean you it's part of you you surround yourself with good people but obviously there's a lot of good people around you because that's kind of you're a great person so you attract (laughs) good people at the end of the day and he's a very good dude yeah Um, he is now we have some uh 
listener questions. I put it out on my Instagram story just before you came. So I can't promise great questions. One we already had was pretty condescending. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> let's see what we've got. I'm just opening up. God, opening up a question section on your Instagram without no preparation is a... Oh. Uh, There's got to be rogue ones in there. How often does he hit the gym gym as opposed to the world gym? The gym? Oh, man. So the world gym's obviously outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, gym, <laughs> the gym gym? I'm not a big fan. My man. Nah. I have real... Man... Uh, yeah, You're a like runner. have you like look at me? I'm pretty skinny. Me yeah. going to a gym for one, it's embarrassing. Yeah, I, have, <laughs> when have you ever watched a five thousand meter race at the Olympics and been like, those blokes lift? <laughs> 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 those blokes are jacked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's supposed to be twice a week. I don't know if you would. It's not like the equivalent gym to say like what a gym junkie would do in the gym, but I also. Uh, still avoid that when I can. So I don't. I think I've done like three gym sessions since November. Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> For someone who's as elite as you, that's that really proves my point. You right. can get out there in the world and just get it done for free. Exactly, you know? running. You know, run. If I want Obviously, to be better and, at running, and just be run. s- helpful if you're also sponsored by the AIS as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, how do you feel about the usage? Or we kind of already talked about this of joking over disabilities in comedy just in general yeah i mean i think yeah if it's i think there's two ways to look at it if it's coming from a good place uh which i think you can tell pretty easily like uh, there's uh, if you're doing it yeah it's a tough one really did you ever see my joke about stephen hawking that i had oh i think so like where i stood up out of the wheelchair at the end and like yeah. See, I, I, I think. What, are you, like, we, do you, I know you don't get offended, but do you like go, oh, that's wrong? And because you know a lot of people who are disabled, do you? Yeah. Think that's bad, or uh, you can say. No, I'm just trying to think what I think. Like for for me personally, it's a very personal thing. I think. Like for me, um, unless it's like, like really like going after it in a very derogatory way, like in a malicious way. Yeah, in a yeah. malicious way. That's the word I'm looking for. In a malicious way, like I think that's like, but. Yeah, like you can probably tell that. I don't know, but I think, I think that's the thing though. Like, is if you go in a comedy, like you, it is like you got to take everything as it's comedy. I don't know. Is that how? Yeah, it's a joke. Yeah, like, the, yeah. Then the comedian's never being serious. I mean, I've in the experience that I've had with people who are disabled in the crowd, um, it's just they love it after the show. Yeah. If you pick on them. Like not in a in a fun way. Like not even pick on them. Picking them is the wrong word. Like if you bring them into the show, we all joke yeah, about it. Yeah, we all yeah, laugh yeah. together, and they're laughing too. They mm. always come up to you and go, "Thank you so much for not treating me different." Yeah, they, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's what I always try and do. I'm never like, yeah, you know, no, but, that's but, good. But, but it I is like fun, that. like yeah. making cheap jokes. Like there's a guy one day we had to lift him into the show. Yeah, see, and that's I was just sick. like, to him, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. man, and he started heckling me, and I was like, bro, <laughs> I had to lift you in here. Yeah. Do not the balls of you to heckle right now. <laughs> so I just start going at yeah, him, yeah, because I'm like, but that's now that's the thing, like, man, yeah. if I have to lift anyone into the show, you're not saying shit. Right? <laughs> if I cut you in here with that's your mate, <laughs> but no, that's I think that's it. Like, I think you'll find that a lot of people because if you have a disability, and most disabilities are. Not like, I mean, the idea of needing to fix a disability is pretty problematic because it should be something that's celebrated, which it is. Yeah. Difference is celebrated. But but like for people, you know, disability is quite permanent. So 
if you're not like everyone should have, you know, we should all reach a point where, and I've definitely done this where we embrace who we are. We accept it as a part of us. It's like, you know, it doesn't define us. Like it's not our defining characteristic, but it is definitely who we are. And it's like, if you've embraced it, then you're probably going to be happy for people to like kind of make a joke about it as they would make a joke about. Um, I think someone was in the crowd the other day had pink hair. Like yeah. it's, I, I think if you've embraced it, but, but then I think that's the thing. Like people with disabilities, they're Which going through the different way, things. Uh, didn't go well. The pink hair joke, um, <laughs> <laughs> bit of silence, a lot of Brunswick energy in the room <laughs> that, that night. Time. Yeah, I think that's what he was there last Sun, night. Oh, was that last night? Yeah, I was one also there last night. Yeah. Oh yeah, I pick on a lot of people with pink hair. <laughs> <laughs> there's, actually, there's a joke where you literally go, "Oh yeah, pink, pink fringe. front fringe." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. I, I think like the, the, the other the counter to that, I guess I don't know. It's not really a counter, but the exception it would be that some people are obviously uh, not at that point of accepting who they are, yes. or em- not accepting who they are, but kind of embracing that and. Yeah, I can definitely see from their perspective why they wouldn't like it, but I also think, like, I mean, I'm sure you've realised you can't make everyone happy. No, the, I've accepted that. I, I, There's a really good example. It definitely was, it wasn't malicious, but it was like a low blow, uh, sure, I guess. <laughs> like, it, uh, it was this TikTok and this guy works with disabled people and I accidentally imply, like, it's, it was a complete misunderstanding. If you can't say that, you're an idiot. I go, uh, he, I was like, ooh, you getting a text from a girl? And he's like, yeah, mate. And he's already said at the start of the show he works with, with disabled people. And he, he goes, I'm like, ooh, I'm like, on a Wednesday, you're getting texting some girls. I'm like, he's like, yeah, mate, going on a date. I'm like, whoa, who gets laid on a Wednesday? That's crazy. And then he goes, mate, it's hump day. And I go, of course. And I go, I mean, you work with disabled people. <laughs> now, I was implying that he was a good guy. Like, oh, because yeah. why wouldn't you want to sleep with someone who's a bloody legend and has yeah. an honorable profession like that? <laughs> That's how my brain works. The crowd goes, ooh, <laughs> implying that he's obviously taking yeah. advantage of someone who's disabled. And I just get into this hot water and I, I explain the miscommunication. We all laugh. Everyone in the room goes, ah, classic Luke, what a dickhead he's made. He's accidentally said something. I then put that up on TikTok. It goes viral. It gets like 2 million views because everyone else understands yeah, the joke. Yeah. Then I get message, I'm disabled and I didn't like that. It's like, if you couldn't see <laughs> yeah. the, well, maybe that, maybe that they, they couldn't or something. Like I'm like, it's just sad to me that I'm like, oh, it's not, the joke is not at disabled people's expense. The joke is at my expense because mm. I was an idiot yeah, yeah. in the situation. And I then yeah. call myself an idiot and go, oh, that's silly. Yeah. No, that's why, like, I mean, if we're spending so much... You can't please everyone. Yeah. No. I think that's why, like, if... Yeah. I think things that are genuinely malicious and, like, if you, you, they genuinely come from a place where the person genuinely either thinks people with disabilities are inferior for yeah. some reason, then that's, that's definitely, obviously, not... Of fine. course. That's not okay. Um... But yeah, like I, I mean, yeah, like Dylan Alcott, like oh yeah, he's just biggest been, example. He's been in hot water recently. <laughs> Dylan Alcott, he's like a very famous uh, para athlete. He does radio tennis, guy. basketball. He's on mainstream radio. Yeah. What he said, I mean, Jared doesn't have to comment on it. Was nothing. He goes. I thought it was quite funny. It was funny. He was talking about the footy, and he just the kangaroos are doing really bad this year, right? And he goes, "Oh, I think even I could have got a kick out there." And he's in a wheelchair. Now that's yeah. funny because he can't kick. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the joke. But everyone knows. Everyone knows him as being like, uh, he, and he's saying it about himself. And people are like, "You can't say that." 
I'm like, well, he can. He's actually the only person who can. But even uh, even like he got, a, I think he got a COVID vaccine the other day, and he yeah. just uh, at the end of it, he goes, "P.S. to all the anti-vaxxers out there, the vaccines allowed me to walk again." And genuinely, people in the comments were like, "Oh, well, this is hard to believe that he, that the vaccine has this much power." And there was people in the comments. People are so thick. And then that, that oh, it was so funny that it's um the some of the screenshots like ABC Sport chucked it up. That's I think that's how I seen it. People are it such so dogs, hilarious. Man. Like the per- the reason why Dylan Alcott's in the news for that kick joke is because like a kangaroos player, a former kangaroos, I don't know, was it Wayne Carey, someone like that? It probably wasn't, but someone was like, "You shouldn't be saying that about the kangaroos, mate." The bloke is literally in a wheelchair. If he can't make a joke at his own expense about how shit your footy club is performing, and who cares? It's sport. Yeah, that's right. It is sport. It doesn't yeah. matter. At the end of the day, if the kangaroos are playing some bad footy, it's not the end of the world, is it? Yeah, and and, <laughs> and like if you're a professional athlete, which they are, you're going to look at that game against the Dogs, which was like over 100 points, and you yeah. probably realise that you probably – like it you was did. a bad performance, and yeah. and also hot burn from Dylan. I reckon a, sure, like, a lot of them would rate it. It's pretty but, um, funny. Of it's definitely a go-to for him. I've I heard him say it before. It's mainly just the news. They just whip up anything to yeah. get clicks. I mean, go to the comment sections. Report on the comment section is outrage, and that counts as an article now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, well, that's that answers the question about the uh, comedy. I mean, I think that. People really obviously wanted you to talk about that because this is a podcast about comedy. So uh, it's probably you've never got asked that before in an interview, what you think about. No, and I'm sure, yeah, it's it's definitely has a lot of different opinions. Uh, Lewis has asked me, does reading 100 plus what's his favourite colour questions make you want to quit the podcast? <laughs> uh, yes, because there's about four here I can say. <laughs> um People are saying, when will you run a marathon? We've already come Marath- Yeah, that. yeah, maybe, maybe 2024, Paris. Uh, well, you want to do it at the Olympics? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe we'll see. I got. I thought I you just see. like wanted to do it for fun. Oh, you want to competitively do it? Well, depending on how well Tokyo goes, so I'd like to win the double, the two gold medals, fifteen yeah. five. But it it would be very difficult. But if I do do that, then like for me, logically to better that would be to try and do the triple, the fifteen five marathon, which would be pretty uh, ambitious. So I'm saying it. I'm saying it publicly wait, way wait, too you, much. You're going to try and do all three in the one Olympics? Yeah, well, the it's marathon's two last. Weeks. The marathon's last, so it's kind of like if that fails, then I've still... Had, so the you know, 15, 5,000, which, by yeah. the way, exhausting. Yeah, Don't know if you guys have ever run yeah. five kilometers <laughs> to the point where you vomit, but it uh, takes a bit out of you. Yeah, it um, does. <laughs> don't know if you guys have ever run at the Olympics before, but I'm sure it's pretty hard. Uh, and then you're after that, you're like, I've got another 42K in me. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, I'm probably, you're such a legend. It's going to be the last thing I want to do, but also like, if I did that and somehow pulled that off, it would be... It'd be outrageous, I reckon. Dude, you are such an inspiration. <laughs> I, I was like, tonight, I was like, Teresa was like, oh, tonight's show, I don't know how it's going to go. Now it's going to... Dude, if I can't do the show, we've already been gone for an hour. Yeah. Guys... We're trekking on. Yeah. Got more do, you, do you want to keep going for a bit? Oh, man, I'm happy to. Because got more we questions. Saying, oh, well, I was saying before the show, I don't know what you're going to talk to me about for an hour. Dude, it's interesting. <laughs> you're an interesting person. I never, mm. I mean, it's always just about me. I suck. So this is <laughs> this is a nice change of pace. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, this is a good one from Robert. Hard question. Okay. Yeah. How many Bix do you do? How many Bix? How many wheat Bix? <laughs> Heaps, yeah. Heaps? Loads. I do seven. Only because that's how many fit in the bowl. How many do you do, Reese? Like four. <laughs> Coward. <laughs> do you do more than four? Seven fits in the bowl. Do you do more than four? 
Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, great. Seven would not fit in a bowl. Does it? Just get a big bowl. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Bowls come in. That's a smart move. Yeah, yeah, I do. I stack them like Jenga. Like two there, two there, <laughs> two there, and then I slip one down the side. Yeah, yeah I get a sneaky That's check. That's strategic. Yeah, dude. You got it, but you got to get the energy because we pick skins. Fiber. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you think I shit in the dark? <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of people, a bit rude, are asking, uh, ask him, is being on this podcast a low point in your career? <laughs> you, no, but. Oh, I said answer, honestly. I should have said, yeah. <laughs> I should have said, yeah. I did say to Elf's. My sister, this like the other day, and I was like, oh, I've got a podcast. She goes, uh, Who is? I go, oh, Luke. And she, like, she listens to your podcast, and oh, she still lovely. looked at me like, Oh, what? But I see, I don't know if that was because <laughs> it was. She listened to it and went, Oh, that would not be a career move, <laughs> a good career move for you being associated with that. Yeah, or maybe like, you know. Why are you good enough to be on Luke's podcast? That's where I thought it was coming from. So maybe it's a high point in my career, you know? No, definitely, <laughs> you're definitely stooping down yeah. to come over to my house and sit here for an hour. Man, will this get me more followers though? Hopefully. Man, I'll cop that. Following. Because it's, uh, if you're into running, especially, I've got a lot of people who are into running who come to my shows and stuff. I had a guy ask me last night after the show, he's like, oh, you've been pretty quiet on Strava. What's going on? And I was just like, uh, I've been doing a See, show every night. People like Strava. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was a runner. So, um, runners, runners are interesting people. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're like... They're like the nerds of the sport world. Yeah. Because like footy players yeah. are the jocks for sure. Yeah, If, if all the, for example, like yeah. where do you, who are, the, who are the cool people in the Olympic village? What's the coolest sport? The basketballers. Uh, basketballers are pretty cool, yeah. Like the wheelchair, in the Paralympics, wheelchair basketballers, wheelchair rugby, it's hard to top that. They roll around yeah. like, what up, nerds? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much how it goes. Where uh, do you sit on the uh, athletics? Is def- like it's you know athletics and swimming. Swimming first half, athletics second half. Athletics definitely takes the cake there in that battle. I reckon. The cooler than swimming, yeah, for oh, sure. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I don't think anyone. I mean, in Australia, we idolize Sorry, swimmers, swimmers but, but once every four years. Also, same with athletes yeah, as well. What? <laughs> yeah, true. Athletics and swimming. Australia is better at swimming. It's just because we're better at swimming because we're yeah, surrounded yeah, yeah. by water. But like, it's hard to compete. We have swimming pools. We don't. Sure. Yes, that's important. We do. You need swimming pools. <laughs> well, I mean, some countries literally don't. So no, yeah, Eric right. the eel. That's a famous thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like, hadn't the guy had never ne- never swam in an Olympic sized pool? Yeah, I didn't the think Olympics. the country had a pool. How did he? Like that? Oh, well, he didn't. He did. I mean, we all we all saw it. He, yeah. How did he know how to swim? He wasn't actually quite sure. It was a moment. It was. Oh, one of the. Isn't it crazy though that like you go through all the uh, past Olympics and all the greatest sporting moments in history, and that to me stands out oh, as yeah. like one of the People best ever moments stuff. in sport. Yeah. And the guy couldn't do the sport, mm. and I'm just like, yeah. why do you train so hard, mate? <laughs> I want to know how he trained. Someone, someone said, uh, this is probably not all true. up here. But he, yeah, he was well, just he, ready. He was swimming away from Crocs in the river. That's actually what he was telling people. I feel like Eric the Eel uh, <laughs> likes a bit of a good story. I watched him swim. Yeah. I don't think he'd be alive if he was swimming away from Crocs. <laughs> Three fair assessments. I've, yeah. I've seen a Croc swim and I've seen him swim. Eric, you no chance against <laughs> the Croc. Mate. 
the croc would get the eel. That's definitely. Yeah, exactly. def- I think that happens in in the wild. Uh, what got you interested in sports? Um. Yeah. Well, uh, I think like the radio station because I obviously wasn't going to watch TV. Mum like definitely didn't like me watching TV because. I know, I know what her theory. I think it just made me tired because I was like and straining my eyes. Just she's a parent, and, and she's yeah, well yeah, but this is like yeah, this like was like seven years of nothing, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and it was so yeah, radio was what I went to, and Dad was like SEN, um, which is a sports station. So like, yeah, just frost sport, I guess. I and think that's like, how everyone like I their dads so, yeah. or mums or like, yeah, I don't. You know. You always played Run, different running, sports growing up. Yeah, like running came out of literally realizing that I wasn't going to make it in those ball sports. And then that was, well, I mean, it's probably good. I was probably running is probably the sport I'm best at anyway. But yeah, that's how I got into that because um, basically did a talent search, did good in the beep test and like, yeah, probably do running. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember it worked, so. my dad used to, used to run at the same oval that my dad did in the morning. He used to come home every day and be like, that kid from your school, he's going to be an Olympian. And like he would just tell me, and we'd be like, "Yeah, he's really good. He's really good." They're like it's it's a huge quarterback when you <laughs> see a twelve-year-old running around, and Dad's like, "I've never seen anyone like run like that before." And it's true. I've, whenever whenever I watch you run, I'm like, "Man, you know, like some people just make things look easy. You make like you could like be forty k into a marathon. You could have shit running down your leg, you know." And I'd just be like, "He's cruising." You know, like, you just make it look easy. Man, like, I always thought I was getting up, you know, 6 a.m. before school to get some of my doubles done, and I'd get up to the oval and I'd be by like, way, oh. By doubles, he means two runs oh, in a yeah, day. sorry, yeah, two yeah. runs in a day. That's get off the couch, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, the people are listening, yeah. all right? You garbage. Oh, I, I ran five kilometers last week. Do it again. Twice. What do you mean? I'm trying to be inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do to my podcast. Wait, you know, yeah, wait. I just call them all garbage and they go, see you next week. And then <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing. I'd get there at 6 a.m. I'm like, you know, because I know that that's not normal. And I'd think, you know, surely only one up here because I'm a bit of a big dog, like getting up at 6 a.m. to go for a run before school. Yeah. Quint. Meanwhile, my dad. Your dad. He's out here. Shirt off in winter. Of course. Running laps. Big dog running rings around you. Not really. But, uh, <laughs> trying to keep up would be the accurate. Yeah. I remember we'd used to run like opposite ways around. So then you see each other every, every lap, about you have a to minute nod. and you got to every time. Why, why didn't one of you just switch directions to avoid that? I asked myself that. <laughs> every know. day when I go to bed, why didn't I just change? <laughs> why didn't I just turn around? And then I just make you the mistake. It was good to see him every minute. You know, he's a good dude. I loved getting updates from him. And then I used to see at school anyway and be like, heard, heard about your run this morning. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, most elite athletes do double sessions. Swimmers do it. Like oh, swimmers 4 are crazy. Nah, swimmers are, yeah. I mean, there's less impact on the body for a swimmer so they can train like way more. I'm kind of glad running hurts a bit more because you can only do it twice a day. <laughs> Someone said, because uh, your name's Jared Clifford. Someone said, what's it like being named after a big red dog? <laughs> <laughs> Original. <laughs> yeah, that's like, man, that's, besides blind jokes, that's up there with the most told thing to me. Just oh, Clifford. Clifford the big red dog. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah. our friend Dean, uh, yeah. his dad, huge Star Wars fan. Every time I go over to his yeah. house, he's like, oh. <laughs> Luke, I am your father. Love I'm that. like. Well, you know my dad. You're actually mates, so you know we're not. <laughs> you're not my dad. You're my mate's dad. <laughs> no, he's a legend. But yeah. I, like, that's probably the most told thing to me. Everyone, is yeah, I am your father, and I'm always like, well, 
And you know who's never said that to me? My dad. <laughs> Not once. Oh, it's classic. Just go to the fictional character. Um, describe the feeling when you won your first medal at the Paralympics. Yes. Well, I haven't won one of the Paralympics yet. Yeah, I was going to say, well, that was world champs. But world champs but gold medal is pretty much... Well, I wouldn't know yet because I haven't done the Paralympics. But I would say it would be pretty equivalent. And that felt bloody good. Like, But, but there must be something a little more special. If you, I'm sure you will. And I, I believe that you honestly will win a medal at the Paralympics. Yeah, no, that'll be definitely good. And um, there's got to be something. I know you're representing your country at the World Champs, sure. But it's very individual. Yes. But yeah. you're representing the country. Oh, Paralympics is what people know. Exactly. People, like, when, whenever they ask, what are you training for? Even before World Champs, it's, well, it's the Paralympic Games. Yeah, yeah. People locally here, like, that's, you know, they don't necessarily know about what my World Champs, but they'll definitely know about Paralympic Games leading up to it. Like, it's yeah. the thing people look to. Like, no one, fo- like, as you said, no one really follows swimming and, or athletics in the interim years between the games. So that's definitely a big deal. World Champs in 2019 was pretty cool because we got robbed in Spain a week before. That's such a great story. Yeah. I mean, ter- like, good now in hindsight. <laughs> Terrible. Nah. You got yeah. your goggles. So you run with yeah. like set of glasses, racing, yeah. racing goggles. You got them stolen like three days out? It was, a, it was exactly a week out, but we're in another country and all our bags got stolen. So phones, wallets, casual gear, racing gear for the champs, our racing shoes for the champs, uh, my goggles. Dude, um, that's so special. And we, yeah, we did, lucky our passports were back there. So we could still obviously get around. But yeah, had no phone or wallet and stuff like that. And that was intense. Like In another country having another no country, phone or wallet. Yeah, like got, yeah, our car was completely smashed to pieces. Like it was, um, it was a, Pretty, you know, I was sitting in the gutter though, and it was pretty, you know, my first thought was, oh shit, I haven't backed up any of my photos for a long time. That was my first thought. My second thought was, what? wasn't your first thought, oh no, the things I need to see during my I race. I forgot they were in there. How do you get prescription, <laughs> like really delicately custom prescription glasses just for you sent to another country within a week? Well, I didn't so this first world title the 1500 i had to run without him and i won my first world title racing without my goggles for the first time in my entire career so that's that was so cool scary. yeah and i won the race by 0.1 of a second this big russian guy was chasing me down right at the end and i held him off and like there's heaps of videos <laughs> that'll on. get me moving video <laughs> oh yeah russian man there's like <laughs> i could <laughs> hear i could hear him coming and like yeah, I, I uh, there's video, heaps of videos on my Instagram. I like, like look across, realize that I'm still in front, and like, basically, it's hard to describe in words. But there's just photos of me, videos of me, like, and basically, it's like the coolest thing I've felt in like an instantaneous kind of moment. Like, it was just insane. But yeah, goggles came for the next race a week later. Oh, my girlfriend, man. who was coming for the second race, she could bring them over. They were custom made in like Perth or something. Oh, cool. Yeah, but like. That was like they had to very much get bumped up the. Yeah, yeah. I I forgot that that you ran. I think I watched that race. Mm. I look completely different without him too. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, I'm not even gonna do this embarrassing. Do it. No, okay. oh, no, no, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do look quite different yeah, without glasses. Oh, that's a. I just realized. I'm sure my glasses are probably really dirty because everyone always says your glasses are dirty, but I can't see. <laughs> like I can't, I can't see the dirt. Like it's oh, just that pisses me off about yeah. my glasses. I'm uh, always like cleaning them and man, stuff. Like mum, I walk, mom, like it's the classic thing. I walk in, mum goes, "Man, your glasses are like really dirty. How can you see anything?" And I go, 
What? Mum. Mum. Like, <laughs> don't be rude. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, the, the blur, you know, is That's worse funny. than the, the, the finger. Even mums. your mum forgets sometimes. Like, Jared, how can you say? Whoa, oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> It's classic. That's, that's classic. awesome. All right, we'll do one more question All and right. then we'll uh, wrap it up. Um, oh, this is a great follow-up. Where does Jared think his stolen goggles are at this moment? <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon they... Who's done that? Do I know them? Um, Groovy Angel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where do, where do I think they are? Uh, well, our shoes, uh, my mate Tim, who I've mentioned before, he got a message a little bit... Uh, like a little bit. It was like six months to a year later going, hey, I found your shoes in a uh, – my dad works as a street cleaner and he's found them. Would you like them back? And Tim's like, no, nah, it's like totally a scam because there's no way shoes would just chill out on the street for six months. I mean, Spain's crazy place. I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. Don't Maybe know. they're in this street sweeper's house and he like wears them now. I don't know. That's so weird. It's so, so disrespectful – I don't know, like, I'm trying to put myself... I remember when you guys posted about this, like, you saw and everything, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so... I was like, everyone was freaking out. Like, we all were freaking at home. Like, now Jared's not going to be able to run. This sucks. And putting yourself into, like, the mind of, like, a, a robber. Obviously, you're a, you're a bad person, but imagine seeing, like, some goggles that clearly you have no use for. Like, phone and wallet, sure, I get. They're heavily prescription goggles, you know? Yeah, but, like, <laughs> it's hard to... I'm assuming, imagine they'd be hard to move on the black market. Like, yeah. not, not a lot... Not a lot of people have use for them. No. Just leave those. Yeah. yeah. Like, take the other expensive stuff. Just like, I have no use for this. Chuck them out, yeah. I was about to say, just be a good bloke, but I guess they're robbing a car, yeah. so they're not, they're not good blokes. <laughs> yeah. But, um, all right, that wasn't really a good question, actually. <laughs> um... Uh, marathon, done that. Bix, that was a strong question. Yeah. Um, everyone's just roasting me about this. Uh, I think that's about it. Roasting it, yeah, good. Yeah, it's a lot that's of people just uh, just roasting me about, oh, man, this is the best guest you'll ever get. <laughs> Enjoy it. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, thank you very much for uh, coming on the podcast. Nah, thanks for having me on. It's been uh, good. Mate, it's, I, I can't believe it's an hour and a bit. Jeez. I know, it's been such a great... F- Time. Oh my god, an hour and fifteen. This yeah. is the Luke Kidgel hour and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, mate, thought. it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Any final words? Anything to plug? Follow him on Instagram. Uh, yeah, follow him on Instagram. It's probably the main one. You write some articles. Oh yeah, sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's stuff on the web. Follow me on Strava or get Strava. Or if you actually need uh, anyone to do like a speech, you do speeches uh, yeah. at schools Public and speaking, stuff, right? Yeah, schools, Public speaking. Uh, yeah, anything like that. Get in touch. Uh, yeah, I do heaps of that stuff, and it pretty much. Broad range of different things, almost anything. So. Yeah, is uh, um, and it's he's very good at it as well. Ah, I try. Yeah, I try. I don't have to do it every every night. So, uh, all right, mate. I'm not a hero. <laughs> okay, stop. I appreciate you trying to pump me up, but what I do is not hard. <laughs> Go to Luke's show, but I feel like I don't need a plug. That it's yeah, good cool. Luke. You know. Yeah. All right, come to see uh, my show and thank thanks, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> That's so rude plugging my show when you're here. No, right. do it, do it. See you later, legends. Bye. See ya. Someone